Jeez, these ghosts are fast today. I wonder if the machine is haunted again. Oh, take off. I know what I'm doing. Oh, dang it! <laughs> I told you, you should stick to Galaga, Hosehead. You're never gonna beat my high score. Oh, get out of here. Hey, give me another quarter, will ya? Man, it sure seems quiet here today. I wonder where everyone is. Huh. Sounds like something's going on out there. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you put your hands together as the crowd The annual Super Spike Volleyball Champion of 2019! Annual RJ Super Spike Tournament? How can we never notice this before? Well, we have been on a hiatus, remember? Oh, yeah. Hey, let's check it out. Hey, you want to run over in slow motion? You got it, big guy. You thank you. I would say that this is an honor, but after winning this trophy for the past three years, all I can say now is see you again next year. Thank you. Ladies, ladies, please. Hands off the merchandise. Gosh, that Serpent Steve sure is dreamy. Take off. I can take him. Are you kidding me? Serpent Steve's the champ. Hey, Steve. Bet you can't beat me. Oh, really? You know what? This is America. The land of opportunity. You want to take me on? Fine. Your funeral. Hold my trophy, ladies. I'll be back for it in a minute. Later, what are you doing? Don't you embarrass me. Oh, take off. Don't worry about it. I have a secret move I've been working on. I only need one more thing. Oh, yeah? What's that? A montage. You bump well for a rookie, but I block you like a hurricane. Oh, is that right? Well, hey, Steve, did you know that I'm a waiter? No. Why? Because you're about to get served. Oh, it sounds like I'm moving. Oh, his power level. It's 9,000. Hey, Steve, your mom called. She says you left your game at home. Oh, burn! Get some water, cause he just got burned! Ladies and gentlemen, my Rude Knockout represents you, the new Retro Gentleman Super Spike Carnival Champion, Mr. Lindenwall! You did it, man! I knew you were gonna win the whole time. Thanks, Hoser. So, what do you want to do now, champ? Let's grab some wings and head back to the arcade. You got it, big guy. Good day and good gaming, everyone, and welcome to... Episode 50 of the Retro Junkie Super Show. I, I think it's episode 50 if I did my math right. Uh, um, yeah, who knows? It, math is hard. You're one of those English teachers. You guys aren't expected to do math. <laughs> I avoid numbers, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Rob, and join with me, as always, as we talk about all this retro greatness, is my main man, my best friend, my partner in retro crime, Mr. I thought I said Josh O'Rourke, Mr. Landon Long. Oh, hey, hey, that's okay. <laughs> I was going to say thank you. I can't live up to that that uh introduction so i'm just gonna go ahead and call it a night good night everybody good have a good day uh rob's built me up so high you know anything i do is just gonna fall short whatever bro you know whatever you're you're the uh, you're the I'm trying to come up with a clever you're the mario to my luigi luigi to my mario i don't know you're I'm, the uh i've got nothing i'm the princess to your toadstool that's it <laughs> that sounded terrible that was horrible fuck how oh. really bad it Movie would open up. I'm the princess to your toadstool. <laughs> oh, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Today we are super excited to be back, 
And we're talking about one of our favorite games uh, <laughs> that, that we really – we've always talked about it. We've always played it together. It's Super Spike V-Ball. And we're going to be talking about that here in a little bit. But first of all, it is so good to be back. It is so good to be talking about retro games again. And Lane and I were just talking not even a minute before we recorded – this is the first Super Show I think we've done in several years, and that's just unacceptable. Yes, <laughs> that's right. It. We we dropped the ball, the the V ball. Oh, oh, nice! I see what you did there. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, yeah, for sure, because you know it's something that I, I know we always say, but it, it is so true that this show is it's it's part of who we are. Um, I always I think uh, we've been doing this long enough. This, I mean, first of all, this is the first podcast we've ever done. And there's always that sentimentality of it, but also there's just, you know, just connecting with my best friend again, old Lando. I mean, we've been through so much together um, and, and, you know, we're, we're still, we're still standing, you know, we're still close. Right. It's just wonderful to be back. And I think there's always going to be a pulling to, to want to record this show. It's just consistency is hard because we're both dads. You know how that goes. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, I, for me. This show always brings back such great memories, and it will always be a very, very spar- a special part of who I am. Yeah, just like you, Jose. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Sappy moment of the day. Over here. There'll be more. I'm going to go cry now. <laughs> Have a good cry. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so our goals for this show, I am so scared to say anything, honestly. As a matter <laughs> of fact, really, it, it, it's so true. As a matter of fact, Lena and I, we've tried to make comebacks so many different times. And once again, being dads, it's been hard to do that. My goal for the show, Lord willing, and, you know. And the creek don't rise. <laughs> yes. Is to try to do one maybe a month, once a month. You know, we both have other obligations and other podcasts that we do. But, you know, it's always kind of cool to take a step back and go back to our roots with this show, too. So I'm hoping for once a month, and uh, we'll just see how that goes. Um, I guess that's the goal for the. What, what's your goal for the show, Jose? My goal. Discuss it with you. My goal is to embarrass you at every possible moment. <laughs> no, not really. Oh, you do that all the time. Eh? What you do? Whatever. You should feel. You should feel honored to be with me. You know that's. Well, like, nah, well, I guess I'd kind of. Do that. That's You're like a good guy. that's like on uh, Christmas Story. It's a it's a dignified award to be able to be seen with me. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you a leg lamp. There you go. I, I would have a leg lamp, but no. I just I enjoy getting to talk with you. Like it's just like we, you know, back when we rode around in the car going places yeah. back in the day, we'd just sit there and talk games and and whatever else we could think of, and just have a good time. I mean, that's really what it's all about. We're all about having a, a good time, just kind of talking about our our games from our past and things that we remembered growing up. Yeah, yeah, and and those I don't know if there's anybody out there that that's never heard us before. Um, if you're new to the show, Lana and I we're, we're basically childhood friends. We grew up together. You know, there's a long, long story in our backlog of how <laughs> we actually met. It's a crazy story, but um, it involves goats. Oh yes, it does. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. So uh, you know, if you want to check that out, it, it's always it's always there in our little backlog, but. To make a long story short, basically we, we grew up together. We love talking about games. And like Landon said, we grew up in a very small town. And the only thing to do was to go an hour outside of town to Walmart, our Walmart trips. <laughs> and they basically either we were playing games or we were talking about games, you know, all the times we hung out. And back in 2012, we decided to do a podcast. And that's the, the whole genesis of the Retro Junkies. And that actually kind of leads me into – the next thing I was going to say, and this is kind of a somber thing, but Good segue. it doesn't have to be. Um, the Retro Junkies Network, uh, we have decided to kind of disband that. It, it was um, it was on life support for yeah. some time, you know, as far as, you know, it, it got so big. And, and we got, Lan and I got busier and busier over the years that uh, we just weren't able to kind of keep in touch with all the podcasts that were that were in the, the network. And, you know, we also noticed that a lot of, a lot of folks just weren't... Um, didn't feel like a family anymore just if if that makes any sense nothing bad happened that i know no. of it's just uh it's just you know it didn't feel like the the early days you know where we were all kind of interactive with each other and, and you know recording bumpers for each other and and starting the retro junk boxes basically the the network just got so big that you know it just felt like 
we were all kind of drifting apart, if that, yeah. if that makes sense. And, you know, we all went our, we've all gone our own separate ways and, and that's okay. That, that's part of it. But we just decided to kind of keep it simple, you know, kind of go back to our roots and just, just podcast when we can and, and, and call it done. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that we still are friends with a lot of the folks in the network. Absolutely. And I'm going to mention, I got a big old list of all the people I want to thank, uh, here in a minute, but, but yeah, yeah, we decided to just kind of go back to regular podcasting and just just kind of peacefully uh, end the uh, the network, uh, you know, kind of on our terms. So yeah, it kind of it came it got to the point where it had gotten so big that it went from being a kind of like a hobby and a part time thing to being like, hey, we need somebody to do full time this. Yeah. We need somebody to do full time this. We need somebody to do full time this. And with everybody's schedules, you know, everybody has families and jobs and you know, other obligations that they have to meet. And, you know, when that happens, you kind of have to prioritize and say, well, let's put it on the back burner. And I think we just kind of put the network on the back burner so long because, you know, again, life gets in the way that, you know, we just, we decided the best thing to do would be to end it. Yeah. yeah. But there'll be some, there'll probably be some good things come out of it. I would say, I mean, you know, we've, we've already got the, the bit bros, (laughs) <laughs> ah, very good. That was my next thing on the list. Segway yeah. into the into the bit bros. Yeah, I mean they've those those four guys have like they took the ball with the the network and ran with it after Rob and I kind of got bogged down with life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought them up because that was the first thing I was going to say. The Bit Brothers. It's basically a new network of um with Nick Stevens, Aaron Hickman, Michael Kelso, Justin Harrell, basically the Genesis Gems crew and the two dudes in the Nest crew. I mean, to back up a little bit, Nick Stevens and Michael Kelso have done so. I'm all four of the guys, but you know, those two in particular have done so much for the Junkies Network, and I just want to thank them for that. I know Nick had designed our website at one point. Michael Kelso had done a lot of web design for us as well, and I'm just so thankful for them. And I'm so yes. happy that they're they they've met because of the network, and now they're all tight and uh, and they've started their own. And man, I just have full respect for those guys and wish them absolute best. And, you know, it sounds like we're all breaking up and that's not the case. It's, it's just, they're doing their thing and, and I'm just completely a a fan of what they're doing. Right. So, um, just big kudos to those guys and a lot of retro respect. for sure. It's kind of like, like in music, I guess, for an example, it's like when a, a band breaks up and you know the drummer goes here and he starts a really successful mm-hmm. band and like your bass player goes here and he starts a really successful band but we can still come together and do like reunion i guess shows would be the the, the word yeah, for it it's yeah. kind of like that analogy like the the band is still you know we're still all on good terms with each other it's just that everybody has got their their projects that they're wanting to work on now and they've you know taken off like, like wildfire so yeah, for sure, for sure. And and Landon and I, as you could probably already tell as you're listening to this show, you know, we're, we're not really, I don't want to say we're not good at what we do, but we're probably <laughs> we're, not. <laughs> we're, we're mediocre we're, at best. We're mediocre at best. I mean, we're, we've, this show's been around for what, eight years yeah. and we're on episode 50. So, <laughs> uh, we're very, very inconsistent in our scheduling and stuff. So I, I say that to say this, there's only so much that we can do. Um, as far as, as Landon and I are capable to do schedule wise and things like that. So it, it was a good thing that the Chase Network ended the way it did because it was just too hard to manage yeah. anymore. And we were just so busy. We couldn't do that. So to see everyone kind of go off and do their own thing, it's, it's really awesome. And we wish the guys nothing but the best. And those friendships, that brotherhood, they'll always be there. And speaking of which, there's a ton of people that have basically stuck with us that are still our friends to this day. Since basically the genesis of the whole Retro Junkies podcast and everything back in 2012. And I just want to mention them. I, I literally wrote down everybody <laughs> I could think of, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Let me just go through this list real quick, and then I promise I'll shut up. Eric Purcell, Nick DeMarco, Matt, Matt and uh, Michelle, uh, Josh Stacy Witt, Josh and Nicole O'Rourke, James Gruesome, Xander Leggett, uh, William Culver, Ferg, Vic Sage, Brian Rapolo, who did our uh, logo, by the way. Awesome, Heck awesome yeah. logo. Uh, Brent Dolan, Douglas Delecky Jr., Chad Hall, Freddie Velasquez, Gabe Van Gilder, Greg Palander, Joseph Garris, uh, Jesse Vidal. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Maybe it's Vidal. I don't know. Of course, Jameson, Jameson Stout, Jay Jorgensen, Joe Copel, Ken Kuzmal, 
uh, Matt Daly, Rob McCallum, Jay Bartlett, Stephen Michael, Jay Cook, Nick Baldridge, Tim Worley, Chris Vanderhoff, John Wedgworth, Dave Vogt, Bayou Bill Zinsky, <laughs> and George Vosper. You know, there, there's these are guys that were with us pretty much since the very beginning of the show, and they're still like interactive anytime we post something. There's these are our friends yeah. now. This is like our family, and I'm just very thankful that they've stuck with us in, in, in spite of us taking countless hiatuses and and speaking of that 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 was mainly me um basically i've had two children since 2012 you've had one beautiful uh little girl you know i've had two jobs since then we've moved to another state since then you know life is it just gets crazy yet here we are you know something always kind of brings us back just when we're out something pulls us back in like, like that so. X you can't get away from will pull you right back. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, this is Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, and you are getting ready to listen to Rob and Landon. They'll make you laugh. They'll make you cry. They'll make you think. So grab a bucket of hot wings. None of that fruit stuff on there, please. Ease the seat back and get ready for the retro junkies. Speaking of podcasts and everything, I'm still a fan of so many. But just to name a few that I've been listening to more recently, Diary of an Arcade Employee by Vic Sage. Wonderful job. Um, Really, really short, focused episodes uh, dedicated to an arcade game, uh, arcade game in episode. And he also runs his own arcade game, uh, arcade. And it's really kind of cool to get that insight. Of course, Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, Arcade USA, Genesis Gems, Two Dudes, Pinball podcast called For Amusement Only. XS Gaming Podcast, Star Wars Ties. I'm just a bit, still big fans of everything these guys are doing. And, um, and I just, once again, major retro respect for each and every one of these shows and all these great co-hosts. So with uh, all the thank yous out of the way, Hosehead, uh, what have you been up to retro lately, man? Oh gosh. Um, I've been kind of on a retro PC game kick here lately. Uh, Ooh. yeah, I've been, been playing Knights of the Old Republic again. Trying to trying to do the dark side playthrough, which is which is always fun to be a jerk to everybody. <laughs> Can you help me? No, go away or I'll kill you. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, I guess I'll leave you alone now. <laughs> yeah, you better. Yeah, that that first one was great. I never played the second one. Was the second one good? The second one wasn't as good. I mean, they they improved some of the gameplay on it, but like people say, the story's a little bit weaker. Uh-huh. I'm not really. I've played like the first thirty minutes of it, and I'm like, ah, I kind of want to play the first one just to kind of have more backstory yeah but yeah the, the second one's not looked upon as as well as the first i mean it's still a good game yeah yeah well is the mmo still on around i think the mmo is still going i've not played that in golly probably about a year and a half yeah i know it went free to play uh gosh several years ago but I, I honestly haven't played since the subscription back when it first came out i remember me and you used to play it a lot yeah it was fun that, yeah that was a fun game yeah I've, i had a smuggler and then i had somebody else i can't remember <laughs> You're a smuggler, all right. <laughs> oh, stop. Take off. Get out of here. You Go. smuggle. You smuggled plums across the border. <laughs> you're, a, you're a plum smuggler. You take that back. What? Yeah, you're you're a dirty plum smuggler. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a... I got nothing. I'm trying to think. That's okay. It's okay. But playing that, I, I've been getting... And this is kind of showing my age. I've been getting into flight sims on, the, on really? a computer using a joystick. Yeah. Really? Is there a certain one in particular? I've been playing the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter series from the early 90s. It's a great LucasArts game. And you can actually get it on uh, GOG.com for, golly, I think it was like 10 or 15 bucks. Wow. And it gives you all three versions of the game because apparently they did like a, a DOS version, a CD-ROM with like music and, and talking uh, for Windows, and then they did like a Windows 98 version, and if you pay the 10 bucks or 15 bucks, it gives you all three of those versions of the game. That's not bad. That's not a bad price it, at all. It's not bad, and you can kind of see the differences in like how computers progressed from like early 90s all the way to like Windows 98 time frame. It's really cool. Hmm. Playing that, then playing another uh, airplane game. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I'll have to actually pull that up, because it's it's called IL-2 Sturmovic 1946, and it's a World War II uh, airplane simulator. It's real. It it's really fun. Like you have to manage your takeoffs from the from the landing strip and use a map to find where your your targets at, and then fly over it and 
either bomb it or shoot the planes down. And then you have to land the airplane after it's all said and done without blowing up. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, the only one I, I specifically remember was air combat for the original PlayStation. Remember that one? Before air it, combat was awesome. Yeah. Before it went to ace combat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those ace combat games are pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Have they made any for the new generation? I don't think they have. I think they just released one. Oh. I want to say ace combat seven came out for PS4 earlier this year. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They say that it's really that it's a really good looking game. I'll, I'm one of those guys. I like a good airplane game every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Just fly around and shoot, you know, other guys down or bomb targets or whatever. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, very relaxing. Yeah, very relaxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's see. What have I been up to? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Basically, since Christmas. I have been on a huge Pokemon kick. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, we we got a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. And, um, you know, I set it up in the living room. And my wife started watching me play Let's Go Pikachu. And then she started she started her own character and everything. Then she started getting into it. And then, lo and behold, she was playing it more than I was. She's got over <laughs> 100 hours into the game. And I've got about 60. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, she has just taken it and run with it. She loves the game. And kind of inspired me to kind of go back to to my roots a little bit and play some of the, the originals and i just i i kind of rediscovered and thanks to my wife my love for pokemon i love that series uh it came out in 98 which i would have been in seventh or eighth grade by then yeah and i was already kind of being teased that i was too old for it but you know what nerd yeah <laughs> oh take off baby oh stop it but yeah um you know i i went back and i started playing some of the originals and uh I've gone back and even watched the cartoon again, the Indigo League one, and my wife and I were actually going to kind of marathon the ones from the 90s all the way up to the current run, which I think is the Sun and Moon show. Oh. And yeah, we're kind of starting our way backwards. We we got um we got Let's Go Pikachu and then recently we bought Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and then I think the one before that is Black and White, maybe if I got that right. And we're just going to kind of work our way down and you know trying to beat each one as we go. Just whenever we can. Yeah. Um as a matter of fact, she's playing Ultra Moon right now while I record. So, Pokemon. So. We we did a really good. Well, I think it was a really good episode on Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And the archives. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Hoser Nick Stevens. That's right. I remember that. Uh, let's see what else. I've been playing Road Rash for the Sega Saturn. Oh, that's a good one. Oh man, I'll tell you, I love the uh, the soundtrack in that game and and uh, the the bikes you can unlock and just the animation in that game. Oh, that's that's a very underrated Road Rash game. I agree with that. I actually preferred it over the 3D Road Rash. What about you? Yeah, I think I like the the first couple of Road Rash better than Road Rash 3D. 3D was okay, but I couldn't get for into its time. it. Yeah, for its time, but it didn't. It it, it didn't age well. well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the cartoony, spritey ones have have seemed to kind of hold up a little bit better. And plus, wasn't it? It was on the. It was on PlayStation. Didn't they have it on PlayStation? Yeah, yeah. I actually had it on the PS1 first, and then I got a Sega Saturn um, probably about 10 years ago, maybe maybe a little bit more recent than that, and then I found, I found Road Rash for it. I think at a yard sale I picked it up. Oh, nice. Oh, wait, it, maybe, it wasn't, maybe it was at the Retro Gamer up your way. Maybe I can't remember. Shoot, I, I can't remember. But Get nonetheless, old. it's the same game. Yeah, yeah. And I love those Sega Saturn cases, those big cases. They are Aren't cool. They great? They're awesome. Yeah. And then the early uh, PS1 cases, they're great. Let's see. The only other thing I've done is um, I moved. We had a yard sale last Saturday, and we cleared out a lot of stuff from the garage. And I moved the TV that used to be in Grayson's room. It was in his closet. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved that into the garage and set up my ColecoVision and television on Oh, end. nice. Yeah, yeah. And it comes in real good. And, you know, I did get rid of some of the retro collection, but only the games that really didn't mean a lot to me, you know, uh, or I, I've already beaten or something. But don't worry, I kept Kool-Aid Man for the intelligence. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Still got that. Ninja um, Golf. If, did you ever have Ninja Golf? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, I, I don't know why I thought you did. I thought you had Ninja Golf. I wish. No, I, I still got a 7800 thanks to Josh Witt, the, the wonderful red junkie that he is. And I've got a lot of my 2600 games that I can play on that 7800, but mm-hmm. I don't have Ninja Golf. So. Oh, Ninja Golf's awesome. And speaking of awesome, the only other thing I've been doing is... Um, been playing some pinball on the PS4. Oh, you know, once again, I, I set the PS4 in the living room, and my wife's been watching me play uh, 
Elvira and the Party Monsters from Bally. Oh, that's that's a cool table. I've actually played the the physical of that. That is a cool really? table. Really? You played in per- Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. Is that, is that at the uh, Asheville Museum? That's at the museum. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I need to play that one next time. Um yeah, uh, Land and I, we went, what was that, about a year ago, Jose? About a year ago, we went to the Pinball Museum. That was fun. We got to do that again this summer. That was fun. Do you know they opened up another, uh, the same guy opened up another pinball museum in Hendersonville, so like oh, 30 no minutes way. down the road, so they've got two of them kind of going now. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we got we got to check out the new one. That's right. Road trip. That pinball fun. road trip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that Party Monsters machine. First of all, I love monsters anyway. I love, you know, like just old Halloween kind of themed games anyway. And this game's just fun. Uh, it's just simple enough, or just complex enough, I think. I think sometimes the the more recent pinball machines can get a little overwhelming with yeah. so much going on. But this one's kind of like the happy medium for me. And um, I kind of set my own personal best, which is nothing compared to what... what a lot of people can do, but it was eight million. Which oh is wow! Good for me. That's which good. Is good That's really good. Oh, thanks, Hosehead. You're very nice. But yeah, my wife, she's gotten really into that too. And um, I was doing a little bit of research on looking to see what the real tables look like, and I I found this channel today. It's a YouTube channel called TNT Amusements Inc. Mm. Um, it's a great show. I was watching a couple episodes early this morning, and it's all about pinball restoration. And I also wanted to give a, um, a lot of respect to another podcast I listen to called For Amusement Only, which is hosted by Nick Baldridge, and he does a lot of the older machines, the bingo pinball uh, machines. So big um, shout-out to him, and, and that's about it, man. I've not been really up to a whole lot, and it's been a whole year since we've talked. So <laughs> I know, right? We've just kind of been being bums. Yeah, yeah, kind of being dads. You know how that goes. Did you get the Elvira through the uh, pinball FX3 or is it? Uh, I think so. Is it the one where you can buy the tables? In yeah. Sets? See, I've got it. I've got that for PC, and I've got the Ooh. Star Wars table and the uh, Fishtails table. I didn't even know Star Wars had a table. That's awesome. Yeah, they're kind of like the Star Wars are kind of made for pinball FX. Like they're, I don't think they're real tables. I think they were just made for the program. But they're they're fun. The Empire Strikes Back table is really cool. Ooh, very nice, very nice. Well, yeah, I have to check the PC ones out. I've never played them on there. Yeah, I've got mine through my PS4, I think. So, I'm debating on getting the Ghostbusters one. We played that one at the Asheville. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. See, that's another one. That's a newer one. I think it was released in 2016. Mm-hmm. But it's, to me, it's just complicated enough. Maybe a teetering the edge of being a little too complicated or overwhelming. But I think it's just right, honestly. It's, it's getting it, – that's one of my – probably my favorite newer – pinball machine i think that's out there oh that i was gonna say that leads me to a question what's your favorite of all time oh man good question i you know i really enjoyed the, when we went to that museum the one at the best was that robocop one man <laughs> that robocop one was pretty cool yeah it was it was i was good at it i i just had a natural feel for for that machine and I just like i once again it was in the 80s it was a you know just complicated enough for me you know <laughs> yes my little brain i can't i can't take too much just sometimes when it's so overwhelming i kind of get i kind of freeze a little bit in the pinball machines yeah like you, but, you think about what you're gonna do and then you you mess up yeah yeah there's so many things going on with the graphics and everything that you're like wait wait oh gosh i gotta hit the ball <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that one's up there uh that ghostbusters up there too man that ghostbusters is a good one yeah that one's a lot of fun and of course it's halloween themed I also like the uh, oh, was it the Monster Mash one, where they all had um, the, it was the Universal Monsters, but they all had instruments. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, it was maybe it's called Monster Mashup. I can't remember, but that one was a lot of fun. But uh, what about you, Jose? Ooh, I'm gonna go old school for one of them and say the machine, the Bride of Pinbots, one of my favorite. Oh, another good one, dude! Yeah. That one we had that one our our pool at our town pool growing up. Really? Wow. Yes, we had Bride of Pinbot and Street Fighter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, those were some pretty, those those were some pretty good. But dude, Bride of Pinbot, I've seen some very competitive games go down over that one. <laughs> I think that's such a cool concept too that that you have to kind of shoot the pinball into her eyes first so she can see, mm-hmm. and then it rotates. And then it was at her mouth, or maybe it's the other way around, and then you get the extra ball after that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The, it, it's a cool one. That, that, that's a good one. I think that's on the collection, too. I need to buy that one. 
dude. Pin, Bride of Pinbot's good. Pin, the original Pinbot's not bad. I I don't think I've ever played the original. No. It's it's one of those like when they were just kind of starting to put electronics and stuff into the pinball machines and flashing oh, lights. So oh. it's kind of in that transition period, but it's really cool too. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah. And of course, fishtails. I can't I can't ever not say that I've that I've hated fishtails. Fishtails fish great. I don't think I've ever played that one either. Let me let me look that one up real quick. Fish. Oh. T-A-L-E-S, like you're telling a, a story. Okay, Fishtails Pinball. Oh, wow. No, I've never seen this one. The physical, like the physical uh, table and everything had a fish like up above the, the scoreboard. And it would just like from time to time, like it would start flopping around and like banging its tail on plexiglass and stuff. And <laughs> everybody would come up and be like, what's the pinball machine doing? Oh, he's playing Fishtails. Okay. He's saying, give me that filet of fish. Get me that fish. <laughs> Boy, we just showed our age right there. Oh, wow, I forgot about that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we, you know, all this pinball talk, we definitely need to go back soon, buddy. We do. I, pinball is one of those things, like, I can be in a horrible mood or be really stressed out and play a couple of rounds, and I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things, especially, like, when you take time to read the way the rules work as far as, you know, achieving the highest score. Yeah. You actually break that down, and that's the great thing about the uh, PlayStation 4 game uh, or collection is that they have all the instructions there. So you just break that down, you know, step by step by step. You can build a high score pretty quickly, and, and you, you get your timing as you go. And, of yeah. course, with pinball, there's always – a blend of luck that goes into it too. You're never going to yeah. have the exact same game because of gravity, because of, you know, just the way, the way that ball runs on the table, you know? Uh, so there's some skill, but there's also some luck that's involved in getting that high score. So yeah, I, that's the thing that makes pinball pretty unique. So, uh, with that in mind, Hoser, we're here in the arcade. We've got our NES plugged up. Why don't we, uh, talk about super spike volleyball? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, V ball. Sorry. V- yeah, man, it's 90s. We gotta say V-Ball. by the way just to be cool i think you're probably right yeah yeah so anyway super spike volleyball this is one that is very dear to us uh <laughs> and you wouldn't think that yeah this is one that um well actually hoser why don't you describe it because you introduced me to this game okay so basically the premise of the nes version and actually this is based off of an arcade game i didn't know that till we started playing and doing a little bit of research for this show. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. I've never seen I, the cabinet. I, I haven't either. I watched some uh, YouTube footage of the arcade game, and I mean, the only thing that's different is the music and graphics are a little bit better, but it's basically the same game on NES. Yeah, don't they have like a like a, maybe an intro cutscene? I think they do. I've read about it. I, I haven't seen it, but... They've got, they've got cutscenes, and like whenever you win like a tournament or whatever... It has a cutscene to where your two guys go to a car dealership, and as they get higher and higher on the list of, of tournaments and more difficult, they get better cars to drive to each one. Oh wow, that's cool! Yeah, they like they start off like driving in a pickup truck, and then they get like a little two door like hatchback, and then they like by the end you're like driving to the tournaments in a Ferrari and stuff. It's really cool. <laughs> Oh, man. Jeez, that's, that's what we need to do, Hoser. We need to be real volleyball players. That's right. And the arcade version had a story mode to it, too. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, the, whoever won the tournament would win, uh, what was it, like, two, $2,500,000 or something like that? Yeah, $2.5 million. Gosh, that, that, that'd be nice. And it was about two beach bums named George and Michael. I found this game. I was just kind of cruising around, you know, back in the day, back when Newgrounds was a real big... Oh, wow, Newgrounds, yeah. And they kind of had a like a flash version of this game where you could play like one team and all this stuff. But, you know, I read that the developer had based it off of Super Spike V-Ball. I'm like, oh, well, I'll try that. And, you know, being the, the poor, broke kid that I was back in the day, I emulated it, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that kind of brings me in because I'd never heard of the game. I'd never even, I don't think I'd even seen it before as a kid. And I remember um, all the times we go over to our, our mutual friend, well, it's actually your cousin, uh, Michael Aiken's yeah. house. 
that was kind of the hub where we all hung out and I remember Landon would would be playing that game and I I was immediately drawn to the game because of the music. I just thought it had the most oh, upbeat yeah. music. And I actually looked at the com- the composer is Kazunaka Yamane. I'm probably saying that wrong. But the that music, sounds good to me. Thanks, Jose. Uh, <laughs> the music right away kind of lured me in and, and the more I played it, the more I really enjoyed it. Uh, and it just reminded me of that time as an uh, early teenager just, just watching you play. Basically, I, most of the time I just sat and watched you play, but I, I enjoyed it because every level's a little different. Yeah. It, it seemed just complex enough, but at the same time... I mean, it's, it's one of those games that's definitely easy to pick up but hard to master because I, I learned that the hard way today. Or every time I think of this game, I think of Summer. It's just one of those games that puts you in a good mood. And the soundtrack that goes with the, the great gameplay just makes this a fun game. It does. Yeah, yeah. So um, the developer for the arcade game was Taito, or Taito, and the director was Yoshihasa Kishimoto. And the only platforms that Super Spike V-Ball were on were the arcade. Uh, get this, Landon. The Sharp X68000, which was a Ooh. Japanese home computer. <laughs> I never heard I would of that. Like to, I would like to see that version. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. So, um, and and then the NES or the Famicom. The release date for this game, at least in the arcade, was December of 1988, and for the NES, it was November 10th of 1989 in Japan, and February 1990 in North America. And the really cool thing about this game is it was actually compatible with the four-player controller adapter. Do you ever have this, Hosehead? I never had that. Do you know, uh, did you subscribe to Nintendo Power? Oh, gosh. I never actually, as a kid, I never had those. I would just pick up a random one in the supermarket when I was a kid. They did a, Nintendo would, you know, if you were a subscriber, they would send, like, specials. I called them specials to you every once in a while. They did, like, a Super Mario Brothers 3 guide they did you know some other things and they did war- one on the four-player adapter and it was just a, a special issue highlighting games that used the four-player adapter i know nightmare on elm street was in there really? uh four players for that yeah i didn't know that either till I, I i read that and then i'm like oh yeah you can do four players on that game wow i wonder how many gosh i wonder who's if, if, if there's any of our listeners that have played that in four-player please email us the yes. retro junkie super show at gmail.com let us know how it went <laughs> uh, there was a soccer game. I think World Cup Soccer may have been a four-player one as well. Oh, okay. See, I could see that one. With, yeah. like, the little River City guys on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And then this was uh, one of the games that was featured in it, too. Like, it had tips and tricks, you know, how to spike, do the super spikes and the super defenses and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, speaking of controls, I do have the manual pulled up. Would you like me to read them? Sure. So, um, I have the official manual that came with the NES game, and it says here on page... Let's see, I'll start... I won't read all of it. Okay, I'll read on page 8. It says, How to Play. Hitting the ball. When the ball is in play, an X will appear on the ground. This shows you where the ball is going to land. Real quick question. Could you ever move that direction, Landon? That X? Um... Like, well, like when you're serving, I noticed that. I think you can, but I don't oh. think you have, like, total control over it. Okay. Because, okay, like, you can yeah. hit, like, up and right, and it'll try to go top right corner, or you can hit back, and it'll try to serve it closer, like, over the net, but closer to the net. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, to hit the ball, go to the mark and press the A button when the ball gets to you. Remember that in each, that in beach volleyball, the ball can only be hit up to three times on each side. The first hit will always be a bump. The second hit will usually be a set, and the third hit will hopefully get the ball over the net. Spike it if you can. To do a spike, use the B button to jump into the air and then hit the ball with the A button. As on a serve, you can control the direction of the spike with the D-pad. To do a super spike, now this was hard for me, the timing is dead. Oh, yes. Uh, To do a super spike after you jump, press the B button three or more times while while you're up in the air. If you do this correctly, your hand will begin to glow, and then hit the ball with the A button, and kaboom! The timing of a super spike is a bit tricky, but well worth the time needed to perfect it. And that is true. The spiking is tough. Yes, it is. Uh, Let's see here. So it says, for stages, you had three different options you could do here. You can do a practice mode, you can do the exercise mode, you can do the American Circuit, and then you can do the World Cup. Now, I was able to get through the American circuit, but the World Cup, my Ooh, goodness, it dude. really ramps up. Uh, it, it, it's hard. What, what about you, Hoser? I did the same thing. I made it all the way through the American Cup, won it, and then went and did the, the World Cup. 
and made it to the second to last match. But man, those guys in like in the World Cup, even the like lower ranked teams are they're pretty difficult. No kidding, yeah. I started struggling around the Los Angeles stage. That's the last one for the American Cup. And it's funny because when I finally did win the American one, I was like, oh, I beat the game because the credits roll on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, this is good. And then I was like, oh, wait, I completely forgot there's a whole other stage. And the difficulty, you can't actually adjust it. It's just basically when you start the um, the World Cup series, it's just that's like it's the, hard. That's like the difficult <laughs> mode. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of modes, um, there is a configuration menu, too, in this game where you can adjust the stage, um, the number of points, the number of sets. Uh, There's a rule one. I'm not exactly sure what that does. Hmm. Um, And then you can cut the music on or off, although I don't know why you want to cut the music off. It's it's awesome. And then Exit just brings you back to the main menu. So um, the types of you can do in this game, you can serve, uh, to toss the ball, press the A button, to hit the ball, press the A button again when the ball is within reach. I don't know about you, but I struck service. <laughs> I whiffed on a bunch of those. <laughs> Me too. But, you know what's so funny, though? When you whiff, like when you throw the ball in the air and then you say whiff real quick, mm-hmm. the other player looks back at you like, dude, what are you doing? It's like, supposed <laughs> to hit the ball, doofus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I just noticed that. I was like, oh, that's funny. I don't know if they meant to do that. Uh, to do a jump serve, press the B button to jump after you toss the ball. Don't forget to press the A button again to hit it. You can also control the depth and direction of the serve by using the D-pad when you hit the ball. Practice is perfect. Blocking. In order to block a spike, you must get your player right next to the net where the spike is about to occur, and then press the B button to jump. Now, once again, timing is key here. That's blocking, rough. Ugh, blocking's like the hardest thing for me. I couldn't do that. I did it maybe two times. And then they just hit it back. Yeah, so. I know. I know. You block, and then they just hit back, and then... Uh, it is even possible to block a super spike if you're quick enough. Just press the B button as fast as you can while you're in the air. There is the diving shot, or the dig. If you aren't close enough to the ball, when you try to hit it, your player will automatically dive for the ball. And then it says here for tips, the key to super spike V-ball is practice. Well, when just starting out, play a few games in the exercise mode to get a feel for the game. Teamwork is also very important. Work with your partner. Being a ball hog will only result in losing a point. And that's it for the the uh, tips and uh, controls there. Hmm. And then the only other thing in the manual, it talks about the teams. So you have <laughs> George and Murphy. They're kind of the balanced team. And who else was there, Lane? I can't remember. There was George and Murphy, uh, Al and John, the, the guys that you posted on Facebook. We're going to spike those turkeys. Oh, yeah, yeah, the jerks, yeah. Yeah, Alan John the Jerks. Um, Alan John's specialty is power, but they're super slow and they don't really defend well against spikes. Uh, this is I always thought yeah, far in the game. Yeah, that must have been an NES kind of exclusive. There, they were uh, they were defensive pl- uh, players. They had really good defense, but their you know offense was really weak. And then you had Ed Michael. They were fast with average hitting power. So. George and Murphy were my team on this. I played a little bit as the Double Dragons, but I didn't really like them. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think they were my team, too. I didn't really try a lot of the other players uh, because I just wanted a balanced team anyway. Uh, but yeah, th- that, that seemed to work for me is, it, until I got to the uh, the World Cup. Then nothing worked for me. Jeez. <laughs> nothing works for anybody there. <laughs> so basically, the, the American circuit, you have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different matches. You got Daytona. Um, I love the monster trucks. Uh, by the way, each one of the matches, there's like little subtle things that they do in the background to kind of uh, that are specific to that area. And yeah, the Daytona, you got the monster trucks, you got the beautiful beach backdrop, and I have to say the Daytona music track is probably my favorite one. Oh, um, it's awesome! Yeah, oh, it's it's so upbeat. Every time I hear that, I, I can't help but smile. <laughs> And speaking of which, I got, I'm so into the music in this game that I actually play it through uh, my car, the Bluetooth in my car, uh, <laughs> while I'm taking my son around the block to get him to sleep. And he goes, Dad, play volleyball music. I'm like, okay, buddy. You got it, big guy. <laughs> and usually this is the one we play. So uh, then there's New York. And did you notice the advertisements for the, the New York stage? Yeah. It's just good food. So Good food. It sounds delicious. Do you know in the, uh, in the arcade version of that, instead of good food... They had uh, beer advertisements. Really? 
Like there's a can. It looks just like the old Bud Light cans, but instead of Bud Light, it's Bug. B-U-G, <laughs> Bud Light. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, then you got your I Love New York signs, um, and the I Love the City backdrop in the background there. See, I'm wondering how they got like a beach volleyball pit on top of a roof there. Was it on a roof? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It was kind of like it was up on a roof like you were playing on a skyscraper. Oh gosh, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, what if you what if you knock the ball off the skyscraper then the game's over? <laughs> you only brought one ball? This is a volleyball tournament. You only brought one ball? <laughs> Sorry. And one one other thing I have to give major props to the designers of this game is if you notice every uh Every crowd is different in the game. Most, yeah. most of the time with, with games like this, you'll have the same crowd, but the maybe the background graphics will be a little bit different. But it's basically the same crowd of people around. Not in this yeah. game. Not in this game. I've noticed that with several stages that there are different people in the crowd. And I just thought that was really nice. And that's something that is easily overlooked. That's a subtle detail that they made there. In Chicago, you've got the uh, the night city life. And you got the cool football designs, and and uh, obviously the bears. The big bear. Yeah, the bears. And then it says there's a sign for Ray R E Y. I was wondering Ray? what that was. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Star Wars. What? They knew about Star Wars back then. <laughs> back in was it '89? Yeah, back in '89, we knew all about them Star Wars. <laughs> them Star Wars. Uh, and then, of course, you got um, Las Vegas. This is where I thought the game started getting a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, you got the cool casino backdrop, the gold castle signs, the cowgirl and the neon lights. This is where I noticed that they started knocking me down with their super spikes. Uh, yeah. Which, there's nothing you could do to really stop those, except for maybe you do a block, like, perfectly, right? Yeah, I think if you do a block fairly quickly and perfectly on time, like, you can knock it up. Your partner gets it, but then your guy has to like, get up and run yeah. to... Yeah, to knock it back. It can get kind of stressful because he's, he's got to run. He's got to get up real quick and run quickly to that highlighted spot where the ball's about to drop. And sometimes you just don't get there in time. Um, so those super spikes, they're pretty devastating when they happen to you. And then the last one on the American circuit is the Los Angeles stage. And this one's outdoors again. Kind of reminds you of the uh, Daytona stage. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, only there are advertisements for burgers instead of um, the monster trucks in the back. So... And also, there was a, an amusement park on the pier by the ocean, which I thought was really nice. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I remember seeing that, but I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, this is kind of where I started having trouble. Uh, I think I... Could you get unlimited continues in this game? I can't remember. I think you could. I think you could. I think it would let you keep continuing, but then there comes a point where you're just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I know. Especially when you only have like an hour nap for the for your kids. You're like, okay, I yeah. got this one window. <laughs> have to win in an hour yeah. and then after that you you get the credits and everything and then you can start with the world cup oh man the world cup all the matches take place in hawaii but they're against different nations so you start out playing against the japanese team and i would probably compare them to the team you play in las vegas they're good and their spikes knock you down but you can kind of figure out a pattern to beat them then you play the italian team which are kind of on par with the the team in Los Angeles, the the, the fat Hawaiian guys, as I call them. <laughs> the fat Hawaiian guys in Los Angeles, which, you know, they're, they're a good game. They're very difficult to play against. And then you play Australia. Uh, Australia's really tough. I think I went, I, when I played them, I think it ended up being like 20 to 18 was the final score. We kept going back and forth, and it just kept, we couldn't get two points ahead to win. Mm-hmm. And it kept going back and forth, and I finally got two points on them. Like, oh my gosh, twenty to eighteen—that's a—that's a rough game. <laughs> Mexico, Mexico's another tough team. They're kind of—they're kind of speedy, I noticed. And then Brazil is the last team that you play in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and Brazil is kind of like a souped-up version of uh, George and Murphy. Like they're good all around, but like they're super good all around. Yeah, yeah, and also I really like the Hawaii um, stage. Um, yeah, I noticed that the only the only bummer was the music kind of cycles over. You get the same music for these. Yeah, one, two, three, four matches. Um, but I, I do like the the background graphics, like the signs for the ice cream, the sailboats in the background. Ah, uh, boy, I, this the hotels on the beach. Yeah, yeah, I, I I couldn't get past Brazil. That was as far as I got. Uh, so I had to watch videos for the rest, but. Um, I made it to the Navy. Did you really? Wow. 
Dude. Navy's tough. Navy is tough, and it takes the game's on an aircraft carrier. Oh, is that what it was? I thought so. Yeah, because you see the jets all it's around. It's like on a yeah, you see like jets and like all these guys like in naval uniforms watching the game, and it's a lot like Top Gun, kind of. I call that the Top Gun level. I, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, you got the American flags. Uh, the guys are a lot more tan. They're very buff. <laughs> and here's where the music is different. So they did kind of have their own music for the U.S. Navy uh, stage. And, you know, it really feels like you're getting toward the end of the game here. And, it, and this is, once again, even the crowd is different here. You know, most of them yeah. have the, the close-cropped, like, military-styled haircuts in the crowd. And I just thought that was a nice touch. You know, it's when, once again, you kind of look over a little bit. And then there's USSR, man. How'd you do with them? I didn't even make it to them. I had to watch a video on what <laughs> to uh, to do. But they, uh, you play them in, like, Red Square in Russia with, like, the, the Kremlin, the, like, the in like dome yeah, building yeah. there in the background and they're all like wearing hats and coats yeah and... i wrote that down i thought that was funny yeah yeah and and uh once once you beat russia or ussr that's when you beat the game that's the final stage and uh the ending credits you get a picture of your team holding the cup and it says congratulations you are a great v-ball champ and then that it the credits roll after that and that's your game um well, I think this game would be one of those games... Like, have you ever played it on the four-player adapter? I've not, but I think it would be fun to play. Oh, it's, it's, I think it would be fun to play two-player. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree, because it would be your team against theirs, right? It's not like it's your team yep. against CPU. Yep, I think it's your team against uh, the computer's team. Or you can play, like, where you control one guy on one team and the second player controls somebody on the other team and you play against each oh, other. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there were three for modes for that. Yeah, there was, of course, solo. There was... You know, two-player, then four-player. Um, and speaking of the four-player things, I noticed I was pricing the adapters online, and you can still get the hardwired adapters for, like, 15 bucks. And, oh, that's and, not bad. Yeah, yeah, and then the wireless ones um, that I guess they made a little bit later, they're about 20 so really not breaking the bank there. That's basically it for this game. I absolutely love this one, and I think, like Landon said, I think it'd be even more fun with the adapter to it. I agree. I love this game. Uh, I did find out that they actually had in the original, I guess, let's say script for the game for the NES, they had four female teams that you could play against too. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think and like if you use like a, I think it's like a Game Genie or Game, game Shark Genie or something could, yeah. like that. You can you can make them selectable. Yeah, yeah. I always kind of wondered about that. Yeah, that it's all guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's something I've never seen before, so that's something we can go back and gives, gives us another excuse to go back and play, eh? That's right. They, Nintendo needs to release, like, Super Spike V-Ball Gold, whereas all the teams, the four women and the four men. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't made more of these games. I mean, have they? Because I, I don't know of any. I don't think they have. I don't think they've made a whole lot of volleyball games. Like, this is one of the only, like, volleyball games besides volleyball on NES that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Unless there's some for the SNES that I just don't know about. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't. Even, I can't even remember any on that. Well, this is, this is one that I think is kind of a hidden gem. I mean, I... I, I do, I, too. I think if you want a good summer game, this is the kind of game you want to play. Especially if you got some friends over. It's Once again, it's really easy to pick up. The Super Spikes, they take some time in the blocking, but you're, you're just playing against your friends, and their chances are they're just as uh, bad at it as you are. So it, 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 it leads <laughs> to a good time, so... It is. It's just, it's fun. It's what a video game's supposed to be. Pick up, play, and have fun. Exactly, exactly. And the soundtrack alone is is worth it. And this is one that also is not a very expensive game. You could get it for maybe 5 to 10 bucks on eBay. Um, if you know you know any of your retro stores, I think 8 or 9 bucks is probably a fair price for this game. It's, it's yeah. not going to break the bank. It's not a super rare game or anything like that. But it's a fun one. And if you love summer-themed games, and you've never tried this one, you definitely owe it to yourself to try it. It's a lot of fun. Plus, the dude on the cover of the NES game is Rob. <laughs> He's like this big, big muscly guy in like a Speedo. Oh, yeah, right, like, yeah, right. That's me. Like saving the ball from hitting the ground. <laughs> no, I'm the guy in the background eating nachos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that ball. ball. All right, Hosehead. Well, any final thoughts on Super Spike V-Ball? I guess what we've already yeah. said, you know, it's a, it's a great game. If you can find it, get it. I mean, it doesn't take itself too seriously is what's fun about it. Like, it... It knows there's like an element of like fiction, like with the super spikes and all that. So I mean, it's it's it is. It's just a good pick up and play game, and I can only imagine playing against someone else. How much how much fun that yeah, would be? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna try to pick up a, an adapter. Maybe we can get 
I don't know, either our wives or maybe our kids to play with us. Maybe we can have a, you know, two-on-two game one day. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, it'd be awesome. So, well, guys, if you have any feedback on uh, Super Spike V-Ball or just retro gaming in general, you want to send us an email, uh, please do. Our email address is theretrojunkiessupershow at gmail.com. Uh, and we are on Twitter at RJ underscore Super Show. And we do have a Facebook group page at facebook.com slash groups slash the Retro Junkies. Um, I'm going to start up a hoser hotline. Or <laughs> basically it's like a, just a Google Voice phone number where you guys can call in and we can edit your voicemails into the show. And um, that, that would be lovely. One of the most fun things about this besides talking to Landon about this game is, is hearing from you all. And we encourage you guys to just reach out and just let us know what you think of these old games. Um, That's right. And the last, last but not least, I just want to give some respect to the Retro Gaming Times. We're proud partners with them, and it's a free online magazine dedicated to retro games and electronics. And you can check out all of their their issues. And I know there's a new one coming up in July at classicplastic.net/trt. And with that said, Hoser, what do you want to do next? Uh, like. Literally, would not sound. What do you want to do next month? I know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you What are you thinking? Do we want to keep with the summer theme? I think or? so. Let's do something summery. How about um? Hmm. You want to do a fishing game? Let's do a fishing game. Yeah, we've talked about that. Cool. Well, let's do it. Oh, well, maybe a uh, black bass or blue marlin or something else. Maybe for uh... oh. I'll, I'll let you pick. Blue marlin is a is a hard game to pass up on. That is a fun game, and it's one of those that's got really good fun summertime beachy music too. Ooh. You want to do that one then? Let's do it. All right, all right. Sounds good to me then. All right, so stay tuned, guys. Uh, on the next episode, episode 51 of the Retro Junkie Super Show, we will talk about Blue Marlin for the NES. So uh, really excited about that. I haven't played that one, gosh, in probably 10 years, so this will be fun. Hey, guys, uh, thank you so much for sticking with us. Lane and I are, are beyond grateful the, to just have this family, that this uh, community still to this day Mm -hmm. and i mean if you think about it hoser 2012 what was that seven years ago seven years ago Seven years ago we started podcasting we're we're just so grateful for all the great people we've met and uh this is one of those things we'll just keep on doing it when we can and uh this is just a big part of who we are and we're just really excited to to do it again have a enjoy the summer and go have a bug light Well said, man. That sounds good. Yeah, go play some volleyball, get you a bug light, and uh, we'll holler at you next month for a little bit of Blue Marlin. So Eat you some good food. There you go. Get you some nachos, hot dogs, bratwursts, hot wings. Eh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I could go for some O'Malley's mm-hmm. right about now or some Stans. Man, I could too. Stans is okay, but, you know, O'Malley's is better. I'm going to go by there today. i got to go pick Lola up, and I'm meeting Mom and Sis oh. uh, Silva. So, But I don't think we're going to O'Malley's. I think we're going to Zaxby's. So that's another good place. Hey, another good place. Yeah, can't go wrong with Zaxby's. But, uh, well, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next month. And on behalf of Ken and myself, we wish you a good day and good gaming. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye. You're, you're the baby. You're Mr. Mine. Why did you call... He's creepy. Well, yeah. You you are. I'm not creepy. You're creepy. You're uh, a side <gasps> You take that back. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not taking it back. You, uh, just walk, you just waddle on out of here, Sada. Oh, get out of here. Put it on my bill. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 excuse me. Oh, one second, Jose. Way to go. Yeah, We're trying to we're trying to get him potty trained. Oof. Good luck. That's <laughs> that's rough. Oh Lord, yeah. Yeah, but he's 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 starting to pick up on it. We we decided this summer that we did just kinda of take a step back and and uh, you know, just dedicate that time to getting him ready. Out. Like son, when you get older, you'll enjoy being in here. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a place of relaxation and solitude. Get away from your own kids. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the ba- That's what I feel. Well, I'm like, I'm going to the bathroom. Can I come in? No. No. <laughs> this, this is my house. 
I, I have some cookies inside. You want some cookies? You're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know you drove all this way to play games, but you can have some cookies. Some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 homemade. I made them myself. <laughs> I make my own cookies. Jeez, these ghosts are fast today. I wonder if the machine is haunted again. No, take off. I know what I'm doing. Oh, I, I can do the narrating for us if you like. I, I'm not going to edit oh, the show. Do, do it in your silky smooth voice. I don't really have one, but I could try. Landon and try Rob. Like, oh, go ahead. Let's say be like Billy D. Williams. Landon and Rob are huddled around. Something we're all going to make sweet love. That was really good. That was really good. Uh, Landon and Rob are huddled around an old Miss Pac-Man when Rob is caught by a ghost. <sighs> Dang it! <laughs> I told you, you should stick to Galaga, Hosehead. You're never going to beat my high score. Oh, get out of here. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> never you fear. You know, you, you kind of remind me of Dave Hasselhoff. Really? No. Like... Like Baywatch, Knight Rider, or passed out drunk in a school <laughs> eating a hamburger <laughs> day pass off. <laughs> Definitely the latter. Oh, well, at least I get a good hamburger out of it. Exactly. You kind of remind me of um, the wise guy from The Simpsons. Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> We're spraying for potato bugs. <laughs> Montage. A sports training montage. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that was a good one. We're going to need a fan, too. <laughs> oh, oh uh, uh, you're a ghost, Steve. I've got to admit, your bump worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Steve, did you know that I'm a waiter? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> You sound like, uh, what is it, Goldar from Bowery? <laughs> hey, Rita. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is great. Go okay. ahead, Jose. No, why? God, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. That sounded good. No, why? Because you're about to get served. All right. That's uh, where you, you go into a Super Saiyan. Ah, oh, it sounds like I'm moving. Ah! <laughs> This is great. I love this. Hey, Steve. Your mom called. She says you left your game at home. Ooh. Oh, burn. <laughs> Get some water, because he just got burned. Young man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'll be the announcer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, by rule of knockout, I present to you the new RJ Super Spike Volleyball Champion, Mr. Landon Long! Hey! You did it, man! I knew you we were going to win the whole time. Thanks, Hoser. So, what do you want to do now, champ? Let's grab some wings and head back to the arcade. You got it, big guy. Alright. That was, that right. was, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, buddy. That was great. Hang on one wow. sec. I got to go to the potty. Yeah, that's all that straining you did. All that straining, that's right. <laughs> yeah. More like Burger Queen. What? Don't you speak about the Burger King that way. He's <laughs> royalty. All right. Well, I'll take us in, Hosehead. <clears throat> Go for it, big guy. All right. So I'm thinking uh, we could wing it. Not that good. Not that good. I, hey, that's, cool. that's been the game plan since day one. <laughs> Even when we thought we had a plan, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just unprepared kids. That's we didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. Now we just, we're older and we don't know any better. Yeah, we're just kind of like, we pretend like we know better. But, but we, we don't. don't. We don't know anything. Yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> Deep thoughts. <laughs> Let me get some uh, some of this 
energy drink here. I gotta get psyched up here. Oh lord, you're drinking energy drinks? Uh-huh. Manergy! Manergy! <laughs> Banana! Okay, here we go. Excuse me, sir. The bananas right today. Yes. <laughs> Is that Vince McMahon? Oh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Come here, pal. <laughs> if you want to be, if you want to be aggressive like me, well, that's in a more like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. If you want to be like me and the big Vinnie Mac over here, you've got it, Hulk. What a maneuver! They're gonna love it. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> you can't fire me, brother. <laughs> I eat my bananas today, dude. I ain't gonna chop. Gotta put a D on it. Chop. Uh, all right, Jose. Well, I better get off here and uh, give the ladies some some backup. But uh, man, it was so <laughs> good to do this again. <laughs> it was. I had a good oh, time. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be fun to edit, man. Oh, you're the best. Oh, so no, I'm not. I'm not the best. Whatever. Nothing's going to ever keep you down. Well, except for that arthritis. I can't get out of bed. <laughs> Whatever. You you spiked on super speed. You're kind of a big deal. Well, that, that was just a, a one-time thing. That's true. That's true. You, you spend all your energy, eh? Right. Now I have to go and eat a sensu bean. <laughs> if you want them sensu beans, I can do things. Might make a gun shoot you with. Yeah. You hush, boy, I'm gonna turn you into a sock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 